students know that Landmark College is a safe place to fail, but they know that they are accountable for their actions. So that gives them a sense of agency, which they may not have had ever in their life, where in the past they've been told by the teacher or the guidance counselor or their parents what to do. For the first time, for many of our students, it's like, you mean I can make the decision for myself and it's okay if I fail? Welcome to Tilt Parenting, a podcast featuring interviews and conversations aimed at inspiring, informing, and supporting parents raising differently wired kids. My name is Debbie Reber, and I'm the host of this show. And today I'm talking with Dr. Manju Banerjee, the Vice President of Educational Research and Innovation at Landmark College. Landmark College is one of the only accredited colleges in the United States designed exclusively for students who learn differently including students with learning disabilities such as dyslexia, ADHD, and autism spectrum disorder. Landmark College's mission is to transform the way students learn, educators teach, and the public thinks about education. And in today's conversation, Dr. Banerjee tells us about how Landmark supports differently wired learners, is working with businesses to better understand their neurodivergent employees, And she introduces us to programs run by Landmark that are available for high school students to help them prepare for the demands and expectations of college. Manju is a certified diagnostician and teacher consultant on learning disabilities. She has published and presented extensively, both nationally and internationally, on topics such as disability documentation and accommodations, technological competencies for post-secondary transition, online learning, and universal design. She is very passionate about this topic, as you will soon hear. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Thank you again. And now here is my conversation with Manju. Hi, Manju. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Debbie. I am looking forward to talking about Landmark and to hearing more about the services that Landmark offers for college students and beyond and also for high school students. I actually met a former student from Landmark um, at the Diamonds of the Rough conference last week and just really impressed with, with what you are doing. So can you take a moment before we get into that to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. And first of all, thank you for this opportunity. The more we can kind of share about what we do at Landmark, I feel the more we can inform the public. Uh, I'm Manju Banerjee. I'm the Vice President of Educational Research and Innovation at Landmark College. I oversee two broad divisions at the college. One is our online programs, and happy to tell you more about it. But And the other division is our research and professional development. And tell us just what Landmark College is. This is something I only learned about a few years ago, and so I'm assuming it's not even on the radar for many of our listeners. Yes, uh, Landmark College is unique in many ways, but what really makes us stand out is that we are only one of two colleges nationwide that exclusively serves neurodivergent college students. And uh, we have a population, about 400 students. Uh, Every student comes in with a learning difference. 
primarily in the area of learning disabilities, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, and autism. Another interesting fact about Landmark is that almost 50% of our students are transfers from other colleges, means for a whole host of reasons, these students didn't find that college environment to be one where they could succeed. And at Landmark, uh, they find their niche, we like to say. So how do they, I'd love to know more about how Landmark specifically supports neurodivergent learners. And first of all, I'm so glad that this exists. Um, I that When I first discovered Landmark, I was like, oh, how cool is that? Um, because I know that college can be a stressful time, you know, for neurodivergent learners, especially centering around executive functioning. And it can be really difficult, that transition. We've done an episode with Elizabeth Hamlet, who I know you know um, about that transition from high school to college. But what is it in the way that Landmark works and supports its students that helps these kids specifically? Yes, that's a great question, Debbie. As you know, For many post-secondary institutions, the support for neurodivergent students is housed in what's called the Disability Services Office. Uh, There are different names for Disability Services Office, like the Office of Accessible Education or Accessibility and all sorts of different names. But at the end of the day, these offices are guided by the Americans with Disabilities Act, and their primary focus is providing accommodations. Now, what I like to say is accommodations are retrofits, and they come from a deficit mindset. That is, you're looking at the student, determining what the student can or cannot do, and then trying to fix it, within quotes, through accommodations, compensatory strategies, modifications, and so on. Where Landmark College is radically different from that is that we are grounded in the framework and mindset of universal design. And what universal design posits is providing an environment, that a learning environment that is inclusive of individual differences from the get-go. And the focus shifts from deficits and accommodations to universally designed learning spaces and learning platforms. Well, I've never heard that term universal design. So what does that actually look like in practice? I, I love the framework. I, I've never heard of accommodations being described as, as retrofits and it makes complete sense. So I'm, I'm really interested to hear what does it look like in a classroom? What does it look like for these students? Absolutely. So, uh, I'm going to answer that question, but I'm going to take a little detour. Uh, I want to share a fact which is um, pretty astounding. And this came out in the National Center for Learning Disabilities, NCLD's State of LD report in 2017. And what they reported is students who use support services and special education in high school, 69% of them don't connect with the support office once they go to college. There's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, You know, some of it is the belief that I no longer have a learning challenge. There are others uh, who I just, just feel that there's a lot of shame and stigma associated with this. But that's, I can answer that question for a long time. 
but to be more specific to what you asked about and how does universal design look at Landmark College. I want to say universal design, while it does have certain principles that guide the framework of thinking, uh, such as multiple ways of representing information, multiple ways of engaging students, and multiple ways of um, assessing mastery, if you will. It is more of a mindset, and that's what we see at Landmark College. Yes, we do observe the basic guidelines, and so we present information to students in multimodal approaches. Uh, we provide both lecture modality as well as small group modality and so on. And we engage students not necessarily and only through an in-class standardized timed test, but also opportunities for simulations, for group discussions, through flipped classrooms, all of that. But what I think is the common thread through all of this is the three E's that I like to talk about about Landmark. One is student empowerment. The other is unique and personalized ways of engagement. And the third is empathy. And that empathy is where your faculty, your residence, life staff understand where you're coming from. And it's not about hand-holding, but it's about providing the scaffolds at the right time and then pulling them away when students don't need it. It's interesting. Empathy is not usually a word associated with secondary education, you know, with, with the university. So I, I love that. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to know about this faculty. Where are these uh, teachers coming from who have the, this skill set and, and are able to work with this population in such a powerful way? Yeah, we, we do a lot of faculty and staff orientation. It's a very deliberate process of kind of emerging uh, new faculty and staff into the Landmark College ethos and understanding of how we work with students. At Landmark College, students don't have to come by and like you would do in a regular cl uh, classroom or a regular post-secondary setting, every semester ask for an accommodation letter, go up to the faculty member to provide that letter and advocate for, them, for their accommodations. These are built in. So any student who needs extra time, for example, can get that through that by just going up and talking to the faculty member and saying, I need extra time. And what often happens is students realize that it's not what they need. Extra time is really not what they need. But what they need is a different way of approaching the content before they came to the test or having more connections with the instructor for clarifications and office hour time, uh, going to our tutoring center maybe sleeping well before the day of the test, and on and on. So, And we do research in that area. And based on our research, we now have, as employees, five therapy dogs. We do research with greening and its effect on cognition. We have a pacing corridor where students, some students, help. it helps them to calm down if they're pacing before going into the exam room. So, 
traditional ways of addressing students' needs, but also non-traditional ways. Hmm. So cool. It sounds like the culture of the school must be, I mean, it must feel so different from any other university. What is the the vibe like for students? What's the feedback you get from students? Yeah, great question. Uh, So one of my favorite quotes from one of the students is, Landmark College gave me my smile back. Mm. And, you know, the best way I can operationalize the ethos of Landmark College is through the tenets of uh, non-directive coaching. So, for example, uh, students know that Landmark College is a safe place to fail, but they know that they are accountable for their actions. So that gives them a sense of agency, which they may not have had ever in their life, where in the past they've been told by the teacher or the guidance counselor or their parents what to do. For the first time, for many of our students, it's like, you mean I can make the decision for myself and it's okay if I fail? Uh, We talk to a lot of our students about how the brain learns and brain-based learning So, for example, our brains are not perfect at learning the first time around. We actually learn through trial and error. And for students to understand that it's okay to have that trial and error as you're learning is very, very engaging. And for the first time, you know, it's intrinsically motivating for many of these students. So, I know that you also work with helping students transition into the workplace. And so can you tell us a little bit about how you do that, specifically how you get students ready to to be in a setting where it may not be, you know, as uh, safe a culture for them and the expectations and demands will be different? Yes, absolutely. Another great question. Uh, we have a very robust career services division. Um, Every student at Landmark College uh, gets an opportunity to do an internship, and we place many of our students first at campus, uh, the campus offices, and then we have partnerships with many corporations and organizations uh, that have really changed their hiring uh, and placement and internship and mentorship practices. So right now we have partnerships with SAP, with JP Morgan, Microsoft, and we just recently on March 23rd held an event where we had five multinationals, Microsoft, JP Morgan, EUI, uh, Mass General Hospital, and uh, Fidelity all come together and talk about their approaches to uh, hiring neurodivergent individuals, uh, where should you apply, how, how, how have they changed their interview practices, and we, we are very closely linked with these organizations, and some of them we have MOUs, so we actually transition our students as interns, and in fact, some of our students have been hired through the internship process. But also, uh, we have coursework that is folded in. So with many of our courses, part of the syllabus actually focuses on what's going to happen beyond this course, beyond Landmark, and beyond your academic trajectory when you get into the workplace. So that's baked in 
into the courses. And that's another unique way in which we address this transition to the workplace issues. We'll be right back after this quick break. So in our house these days, Darren and I have been working together to up-level our nutrition and healthy lifestyle habits. Maybe it's our age, our changing bodies, my shifting hormones, whatever the reason, I'm here for it. And that's why I'm loving Green Chef, a meal company that makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Green Chef offers gut-friendly recipes each week and is committed to providing a holistic approach to nutrition by offering meals that contribute to the overall well-being of your entire body. Darren and I are particularly big fans of their nutrient-dense, science-backed gut and brain health recipes, developed in partnership with registered dietitians that improve digestion, reduce bloat, and also boost energy and immunity. This week's favorites, turkey, black bean, and sweet potato chili, and the Baja chicken bowls with mango salsa. I mean, don't those sound delicious? But if that's not your thing, you can choose from a variety of customized meals to suit your lifestyles with preferences like keto, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, gluten-free, and protein-packed. Whatever you choose, you'll get farm-fresh ingredients, organic whole fruits and veggies, and premium proteins, along with chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes delivered straight to your door. Go to greenchef.com slash 60tilt and use code 60tilt to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's 60% off plus 20% off your next two months when you use the code 60TILT at greenchef.com slash 60TILT. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. This year, I've been working on becoming more attuned to my body, and so I'm starting to really recognize how periodic spikes in anxiety or disruptions to my routines can seriously throw my whole system off. And as I've been traveling a ton this past month, which is both disruptive and somewhat stressful, I'm especially glad that I have the extra support of Symbiotic Plus, a three-in-one supplement from Ritual with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. Symbiotic Plus provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. And it comes in this very cool minty delayed release capsule, which was specifically designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract for delivery to the colon. The bonus is that the capsules don't need to be refrigerated, so I can easily bring them with me in my carry-on. On a personal level, I love that Ritual is committed to sustainability. They're a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable long-term to not only think about their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash tilt. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash tilt for 25% off. And so then I just wonder, you know, I imagine a lot of the students come in with lagging executive functioning skills and maybe some life skills. Is that part of the curriculum? Uh, you know, for many of them, yes. Uh, when students come to Landmark, they come in at three levels, if you will, and we recommend which level they should come in, whether they should be taking a full course load, whether they should take partial course load, or whether they should come in uh, the level that we call language intensive uh, placement level. And then they work very, very closely with their academic advisors to map out what their academic trajectory is going to be. So, okay, that's great. Um, I want to talk a little bit about high school students because 
there are a lot of parents who are in that space. Their kids are in high school. They're trying to figure out what's next. And I know that even if students aren't going to Landmark, there are, are ways that they can engage with the work that you're doing. And can you say more about your dual enrollment program and some of the other ways that you support high school students? Absolutely. We have a whole host of uh, programs. They're called uh, short-term programs and summer programs for high school students and middle school. We have a grant through which we uh, provide programs for middle schoolers in the STEM areas. And for our uh, high school students, we have um, coursework. Some of them are for credit, some are not, but it's basically to develop that metacognitive awareness and transition skills for post-secondary education. And the one that I'm particularly excited about is our online dual enrollment. Um, What I think makes our online dual enrollment unique is, again, following that mindset of universal design. Uh, The courses are designed and engineered in a way to support executive function challenges. Um, So, for example, when a student opens up a learning module for our online dual enrollment, the first thing they see are the learning tasks that need to be done this week. So uh, the text is kept brief. And the focus is on this is what you need to do for this week. And it's standardized across the courses that we offer. So the same design format is used across the courses, and that helps to facilitate associative memory. Our courses also include um, study schedules and not just homework and due date schedules. So you can see that there's a lot of support that's built in, uh, and it addresses this diverse needs of students from the start and is not dependent on accommodations. Also, our um, each course is restricted to a maximum of 12 students. So the fact that we have small classes means that the students get more personalized attention. And um, in any given class, the students really come from all around the country. So they learn to function as a community of learners. And for some students... Uh, This is the first time that they're interacting with students outside of their school or their class. And that's a strong learning experience because that's what's going to happen once they get to college. But in addition, our dual enrollment model is a personalized instruction model that is facilitated through a liaison. So each course not only has an online instructor, but it also has a liaison who can be on site at the high school or online, depending on the partnership that we have with the schools. Um, What I like to say is that this liaison is the manual executive function override for the student, (laughs) helping the student uh, with online communication with instructors, better self-advocacy, self-determination, you know, managing time, setting goals, all of that. This the, the liaison is not a tutor, it's not an academic coach, but it's kind of like a safety net for students while they are taking a college-level course and becoming familiar with college-level work. So I, I do want to just add one more thing, is that if folks listening to this are interested in finding out more about the online uh, dual enrollment, the website 
URL is online at landmark.edu. Great. And listeners, I will include a link to that in the show notes pages as well. But just to clarify, so this is this is a college level class for high school students who are attending high school or are homeschooled or yeah. and is that is there an age uh, requirement for it? Yeah, another great question. Uh, we have certain criteria and we work very closely with the homeschool population or the public school and we are branching out now into public schools or but but our majority of our um, students taking the online dual enrollment until now have been um, the LD focused schools independent schools but last year we branched out into homeschool populations as well as charter schools and uh, public schools uh, we also are looking at another broader range of students uh, in the future, maybe who are incarcerated youth and so on. So uh, it's, a, it's a really rapidly growing program. But to answer your question, while we don't have an age, it's rising juniors and seniors. And we work with the um, facilitator at the school or the organization to make sure that the students are a good match for online learning, and that because that is really important to us. Uh, the fact that students have a successful and positive experience is very important to us. So, in the application form itself, we have certain criteria. Uh, these should be students who are thinking of college and maybe have a college transition plan in their IEPs. Uh, these are students who are, whose primary challenges are due to executive function or uh, learning and attention issues and not so much uh, mental health or intellectual disabilities. The, the, the online courses are not designed for that level of scaffolding. Okay, great. So interesting. Yeah, I, I look forward to just checking out, as I said, you know, this weekend when I met a former student from Landmark, he told me about his experience. And also I was really intrigued by the summer programs that are available, you know, not just for students who are going to be entering Landmark College, but you also have for juniors and seniors summer programs that are designed to help them prepare for any university experience. Absolutely. And many of these programs, uh, the summer programs, are about developing uh, self-advocacy and self-determination skills, Putting, uh, thinking about a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, and then uh, your, your study skills and learning strategies for today's generation of college students. Right, which is very different than <laughs> right, when, when some of us went to college. When, when I went to college, yeah. that's for sure. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey there, it's Debbie. I love making this show and sharing conversations about how to support our awesome neurodivergent kids. I've seen how even one little insight from an interview can spark a big shift in daily life. But I know that raising complex kids can be messy and lonely. And just when we think we figured it out, something comes up that boots us right back to feeling overwhelmed and stuck. That's why I've poured everything into creating a way for parents like us navigating complex parenting journeys to join together and chart a path that feels positive, hopeful, and doable. It's the brand new Differently Wired Club experience. 
In the club, you'll get personal support from me and other seasoned parent coaches, six live calls every month where you can connect and get your personal questions answered, the opportunity to learn directly from authors and experts like I have on this show, monthly themes for getting specific and tactical, an exclusive private podcast feed, and the best, most generous community of parents. Seriously, these folks show up for themselves and each other, and that right there is really everything. Because it's a daily reminder that we're not alone. Our kids aren't broken, and we have totally got this. The recently rebooted Differently Wired Club is on a brand new platform with its very own iOS and Android app. It is such a great space. However you learn, whatever your style, no matter the ages, genders, and neurodivergent profile of your children, the Differently Wired Club can help you cultivate the positive shifts you're hoping for. Join us today by going to tiltparenting.com slash club. That's tiltparenting.com slash club. I hope to see you on the inside. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. So for parents who are listening to this and they've got high school students I'm just wondering if you have any advice for them for how they can best set their child up for a, that, a successful transition into college or even identifying the right college for them. Yes. Um, you know, it, it can really be daunting to families and students trying to decide, you know, which is the best college for them. There's so much information out there. And um, what are the right questions to ask and how to do this in a way that, you know, will possibly be a good match for how your son and daughter learns and what the institution can provide. Um, I'd say three things. One, definitely for my parents in the audience, make this a partnership discussion. (laughs) You know, we are so used sometimes to being the advocate for our students and now they're going into a different phase of life uh, where they're going to learn to have to advocate for themselves. So, you know, talk to your son and daughter about what he or she would like and have that discussion. Give them an opportunity to say, I, I'd like to do this. Or this is what I want. Regarding Landmark, what I will suggest is we have something called professional visit days. And of course, any parent can call up our admissions office to learn more about the program. They can also talk to our students and we have a very active alumni um, association and they can talk to alumni as well. I would suggest number two, find out as much information as you can. We are a two-year and a four-year college and our four-year programs are growing rapidly. We have programs in um, 
computer science areas, business and entrepreneurship, uh, the arts, um, classes in pottery, if that's your interest, in-house radio station, again, if that's your interest. So, you know, find out more about what is the best match for you. And then the third thing is to just be prepared uh, what that institution is going to require in terms of paperwork, in terms of documentation, in terms of additional information. Just just be ready with that because... um, Different institutions have different requirements, different requirements for admissions, and you don't want to be disappointed. But definitely check out Landmark College. You may be very surprised. Today's Landmark is very different from what we were 34 years ago. Great. Well, thank you for that. And I just want to, again, mention the podcast I did with Elizabeth Hamlet because if you want to learn more about that last point that Manju was just sharing about, you know, what what a university would require, and there's a lot of misinformation out there about, you know, whether or not an IP transfers and all of those things, definitely check out episode 89 of this podcast. It's called How to Navigate the High School to College Transition. And Elizabeth talks about those issues really specifically. So that's a nice compliment to this uh, episode. So um, Manju, this has been super interesting. I'm so happy to be connected with you and to learn more about the work that Landmark's doing. It's so important. And again, the student I talked to, or former student was just, a, he's like, best decision I ever made. Like he was such a, he was a great spokesperson for this school. But um, before we go, just share the, the URL and, and any other places that listeners can connect. Well, definitely uh, going to the Landmark College website. That's your primary source of information, www.landmark.edu. And then navigating that to find specific information regarding admissions or placement, residential life. And then for parents who are particularly interested in the dual enrollment, you can look at www.landmark.edu slash institute. And the institute offers professional development and training, information on the research we are doing. Um, I want to say the research that we do is with students in a participatory design approach and not necessarily students as subjects. So if your students are interested in research, this is the place to find out more information. Very cool. Well, thank you again so much for taking the time to share with us today. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I hope that that this conversation introduces a lot more people to the work that you're doing. Debbie, I can't thank you enough. Uh, This is a great opportunity for us to share the information about Landmark College. We are uh, so proud of our students who go out and do great things in the world. And thank you again for this opportunity. You've been listening to the Tilt Parenting Podcast. For the show notes for this episode, including a link to Landmark College and all of the resources we discussed today, visit tiltparenting.com slash session 155. A quick reminder that my book, Differently Wired, is now available as an audiobook narrated by yours truly. 
To listen to a sample or to purchase it, just go to amazon.com or audible.com. Or if you want to support Tilt at the same time and get a free trial and a free book, which could be Differently Wired or it could be any other book of your choosing, you can go to audibletrial.com slash tiltparenting get one month for free. And also that will be financially supporting Tilt Parenting. Lastly, don't forget to leave a rating or a review or both for Tilt Parenting on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done so already. Those ratings and reviews help keep this podcast visible in an ever-growing sea of podcasts. So thank you so much for taking the time to support the show in that way. And that's all for this week. Thanks again for listening. For more information on Tilt Parenting, visit www.tiltparenting.com. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model. So that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.